Warning, what follows is a battle, an all-out war, Armageddon. And a podcast about monsters, madness, and mayhem. The prophecy has foretold that my name is Nick. And I'm Zach. And it's coming to a head, because this is Weird and Feared, a barely educational podcast about global folklore that aims to enlighten entertain and expand your world and today is the day to end all days it is the annual spooky time battle royale championship of the world tournament let's do it Come again, Zach. Blood will be shed. Yep. Creatures will fall. Battle. Battle will happen. For five years now. Coming on to our fifth year, correct? But the fourth Spooky Time Championship Tournament, correct? Yes. All right. Beasts have battled, men have mauled, and fiends have floundered. Are you ready to do it again? Yeah. We got our giant beers ready. Yeah, we're, we got uh, these two. I just posted them to the Instagram. Oh, nice. Our two giant skull mugs. Now, have you... Uh, they're pictures. They're just absolutely pictures <laughs> with, of skulls full of beer. Yep. So have you, uh, have you ever wondered what mysterious force gathers these entities? The multiverse is a wild place. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, up until recently, I've been under the impression that we've been kind of picking these battles. What do you think? Uh, I thought so. What if something's working through us? Some things are working through us. What if it's something scary? Hmm. What if we're merely pawns, like the creatures in these battles? Could be. What if this alternate war-torn universe is being manipulated by a wild, unseen force? What would you call this force if you had a chance? The force. What if I said he goes by many names? Okay. What if he's the battle master? Okay. What if he's the master of battles? Mm-hmm. What if he's the conscriptor? What if he's the orchestrator? And this is his symphony of death. He's not called the conductor. He's called the orchestrator. Okay. It's a multiverse. Uh-huh. But anyways, maybe you'd recognize other names he went by. It doesn't matter. But the point is, perhaps he is the one working through us. Perhaps he has an axe to grind. Maybe. I'm just saying. Just wants blood. What if there's more going on than meets the eye? Well, we've assembled this bracket, or the orchestrator has through us for this ultimate confrontation. Mm-hmm. As usual, this bracket has a weird division and a feared division. Yep. And the bracket will have been posted to the good old social medias. So before this episode drops, you can, you know, hopefully have taken a gander. Or if you're just checking this episode, jump onto the Instagram and see exactly who is going down so you can pick who you think will win at the end of the confrontation. Yep. All right. So you're ready to dive into this madness. Less juggernauts in this one than we've had in past years. 
I know. So. A lot of uh, equal weighted forces mm-hmm. afoot. I wonder if that's something interesting going on. Because you know what? Because it is all part of the prophecy. Yep. It's coming to a head. Sure. And uh, jump right in. Weird division. Mm-hmm. The first battle we got in store for you and us, La Milagra and the Solway Firth Spaceman, or just for fun, Dr. Spaceman. Dr. Spaceman. All right, La Milagra or La Mala Aura is a woman in white, also sometimes a woman in black, um, and she's an omen of someone going to die. Yeah, portent of death. Correct. And the Solway Firth Spaceman. Yeah, he's a... He, what is this... A guy that appeared in a picture? Yeah, he's just a dude that showed up one he's day. He's just a guy behind a, a picture of some guy's daughter. All right, well... Well, he's a spaceman. He definitely looks like he's from space. Or it looks like somebody that's facing the wrong way in the picture. Yes, but for Bo, these purposes... He's a spaceman. He's definitely from space. You can even call him Dr. Spaceman if you like. Yep. And uh, Malogra, she... Uh, Malogra, whichever way this pronunciation needs to happen, sometimes this same creature has also been seen as a giant, large lock of fuller fleece, and uh, she can expand and contract and kill her victims in that manner. So, uh, again, wool killer, monster, evil demon woman who can look really scary and just suffocate you and take you out. She can be all these things. She's been associated with all these things for battle purposes. She is all these things. Right. So if she came across, oh, where uh, where do you think these guys are fighting at by chance? Oh yeah, we gotta we gotta get their location. Yeah, where in fact because this battle, of course, is rife with locations that we discussed over the past year. Mm-hmm. So where are they doing battle? They are doing battle at White Lady Lane. At White Lady Lane, which I feel definitely leans into La Malogra's, uh, you know, powers because she is in fact a ruthless lady in white sometimes. Mm-hmm. Or a lady in black, or a scary. Depends demon. on her mood. Hmm. So, depends on her mood, I guess. It does depend wears. on her mood. She's got some choices. Yeah. How she's feeling. Mm-hmm. It's her prerogative to so feel like wearing white or black. Yeah. I mean, you know, some days it's that day. Sometimes it's that day. Sometimes mm-hmm. you just want to be a giant flock of fur. So okay. So we're on a lane where, in fact, she might feel right at home. Yeah. And is there a family about to take a picture, and a spaceman just shows up behind him? <laughs> so he's just like there. Yeah, I guess so. And he's like, oh. And he looks over to his left. Or maybe he was on his way to get his picture taken. And he's working. He's like, oh, here I am all of a sudden. Yeah. And then La Malogra appears. Yep. So they're both standing alongside the road. They do like the Spider-Man meme. Yeah. It's and, like, like you, at each other. you. Like, oh, yeah. And he's just like, wait, me? Yeah. Am I even a real person? I guess I am because I'm from space. Mm-hmm. Spaceman. I'm a spaceman, obviously. Yep. And she just like screams at him because she's like a creature and stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, lost soul of sorts. Mm-hmm. Um, so for battle purposes, again, he's a mortal being. He's a spaceman. So I just an astronaut, I guess. But see that that's important though. Mm-hmm. How strong is his suit? Because her method is going to become a giant flock of wool and try to suffocate his ass. And if his suit is designed for the pressures of space, that might be tough. If she's just trying to like squeeze him, she'd have to put enough pressure on his suit to make it pop. How durable is a spacesuit? I don't know. These are the important questions. What do you think? Um, 
Uh, <laughs> does space have negative or pressure? Positive? Oh, if we get into that, we're going to sound real dumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, uh, space, <laughs> space is a vacuum. That's right. It's a vacuum. But he's got oxygen, so, so he's, she's not going to... real hard. She's not going to be able to suffocate him if he's yeah. got his oxygen supply, if he's in his astronaut suit. Mm-hmm. So what she's going to have to do, though, is apply enough pressure on him to like rip his suit, which I feel like might be possible because spacesuits are invincible. In fact, if you get hit and clipped, you could easily poke a hole in that shit. Yeah. So I feel like she might be able to turn to a block of wool and rip his suit, which just means he won't suffocate on Earth because he's a spaceman on Earth. But <laughs> what if she... Oh, no, you tore my suit. Yeah, uh-oh. Yeah, well, what if this happens? What if he's like, hey, I was just going to like try to do this family portrait. And she's like, that's cool. I'm going to fucking kill you because I'm a death omen. Well, so he, she squeezes him. Well, here's how she killed him. Please, because I'm wondering if it's what I had in my head. Because he sees her. Uh-huh. And that's that means something bad's probably going to happen. Yeah, it's already, his time is numbered, yeah. So then he's just, you know, out frolicking in White Lady Lane. Right, which is the thing people do. And happens to stumble behind a, a daughter of Correct. someone. right getting their picture taken. Yes. And now all these things come together. Yes. Where he just saw La Malogra and her evil presence and yeah. you know, ill omen. Yeah. And the man takes the picture of his daughter. Yeah. And the spaceman was there in one picture. Uh-huh. And in the next picture he was just gone. So, so how'd she get him? Uh, did she get him? Or did she just in get him where he needed to be to disappear? Because Interesting. remember there were three pictures taken of the subway for the spaceman. There was. Or of the girl. Yeah, yeah. And he only appeared in one. Yeah. So what happened? Did she knock him away? I don't know. Because I figured, potentially, after she knocks him away and he's out of frame, his spacesuit has been ripped and she becomes wool, but then fills his entire suit with wool and then just crushes him and suffocates him to death. What if she changed her woolen form into a spacesuit? And he was like, I'm on my way to go to space because I'm a spaceman. And he's like, oh, well, this is convenient. I'm at the crossroads of White Lady Lane and... Here's my space suit. <laughs> and it's time to go to him. There's my shuttles over there. And he puts it on. Yep. And then she's like, ha ha. Then does he fly to space and just die? Or she crushes him. Okay. Or suffocates him. Because when you said he became this, she became the space suit, then I imagine him, because again, we just ignore all you know NASA types of, we know what kind of spaceman he is, what his department is. Mm-mm. Maybe he's been he's flying those, maybe he's been flying those UAPs around. We don't know. Congress is investigating. We'll get to that later. Yeah. So maybe he thought he had his space suit on, but he didn't. So then he flies into space just wearing his suit, and he didn't have his oxygen turned on. And he flies into space when really he's not wearing a space suit. He's just wearing cotton. And as soon as he breaks the Earth's atmosphere, he just fucking gets... Actually, he'd probably be passed out by then. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. Like, is she just launching him? Well, I figured he'd walk into, like, a spaceship to fly back to space. Does he he have a spaceship? Yeah, he got out of his spaceship without a suit on. And he's like, oh, I'm in my suit. 
Okay. Time is very spacey for him. He he's you know that's maybe that's why they call him Spaceman. Yeah, he's just really out of control. It's just he just his memory he just is wanders bad. in and out of pictures. Correct, and he doesn't know existence. where he is half the time. And he's got this ship he thinks, and then uh, he's a real spaceman. He's real, uh, yeah, spaceman, space cadet. Mm-hmm. Well, she chokes him out. He dies. He's done. Mm-hmm. No matter what avenue the multiverse takes to kill him, he does not beat the bad hour. No, La Malaora. Kills his ass, and he is now dead. Yeah. So the spaceman, dead spaceman. The spaceman is now Doctor Deadman. I don't know where my pencil is. Uh oh, that's okay. La. There it is. Malagra takes out Doctor Spaceman, a man who showed up in a photograph and then went away, and might have just been a person turned around. Um, he's done. Yeah, I think when we posted that episode, I remember we had a few comments that were like, it's obviously somebody facing the other way. And we're like... I was like, yeah, no shit. Yeah, dumb man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's still fun to talk about. Yeah, can't we just talk about the conversation that happened around this weird-ass picture? Yeah. But yeah, he's gone. He gone. Thanks for, uh, thanks for uh, you know, keeping tabs on us, you know, for... Making sure we're... Yeah, not falling victim to uh, things that are crazy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Here we are. Yeah, right. just making things fight each other. Yeah, exactly. How dare anyone accuse us of being crazy? All right. Well, yeah. Where are we going now? Next battle, we have Snippy the horse, uh-huh. aka Lady the horse. Yep. Fighting the walk walk. Yeah, moving on down the word division. Still, Snippy the horse is in fact a horse that was named Lady that might have had her face lasered off. And a walk walk is horrifying in a different manner. We got another blank in here. Hey, cool. How'd that happen? <laughs> just throwing your swerves. Yep. Keeping well, your they will be doing battle at in Avalon. Oh, exciting. Avalon, the ancient island in Great Britain where a woman gave King Arthur his second more powerful sword, perhaps even Excalibur. Some saucy tart handing out swords. Spicy swords, uh uh-huh. No no system of government? Something like that. That's the quote. That's good. No basis for a system of government? I don't remember, but Avalon. Avalon. The walk-walk is um, called that because of the sounds its wings make as it's flying about. It's a vampire ghoul-like creature, Um, and it's got long talons. It's got bat wings. Likes to rip you apart and eat you. Um, Are you its know. bites laser precise? That's interesting. Its wings are also said to be as sharp as a knife. So if the precision is there, okay. Well, this is this just got interesting. <laughs> <laughs> we I, might have solved something. I mean, um, are, is, is this a prophecy? Yeah, from Philippines. I mean, I do think I do think we are going to feel out this prophecy in all ways. Um, answer a lot of questions. How did Snoopy the horse get attacked? Get destroyed? I think it was. Well, we don't know how exactly, but. I mean, I think it could. It was found with like its eyes missing and parts of its lasered off and like burn marks and stuff. Only because it was so precise. But what. I mean, what could a walk walk do? You know? Razor sharp wings.
Yeah, did it razor cut off the horse's head? All right, so say you're a horse. Yeah. And your name's Lady. Yep. And you're just galloping along. Minding my own business. And then, of course, you Hanging get... out in, I believe, I'm in Colorado. Yeah, correct. Well, today you're in Avalon. Oh, so yeah. now you're just chilling. Whoa, how did I get here? <laughs> this is weird. And then you see a lady kind of come out of the water with a sword, and she's like, that's a horse. And then she goes back underneath. <laughs> but then she looks at the horse and like, maybe I have a king for you. I'll get back to you. And you're like, what? I'm a horse. And then she goes back into the water, and then you're just like drinking this magical Avalon water, mm-hmm. you know, from the legend of King Arthur. Then you hear, walk, walk. And you're like, what? Isn't that the... Doesn't its wings make that noise? Yeah, it does. Or is it a Pokemon? Oh, I mean, hey, man, it feels like it could very well be a Pokemon. But, like, that's the, yeah, walk, 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 walk. Like, that's a wing noise. Walk, 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 walk. Sure. Walk, walk. Mm-hmm. And uh, you look up, and you see these giant eyes, these talons, these claws. Then you're like, I don't know what I'm doing here or why that's coming at me. That's my king. But that looks dangerous. Yeah, is this the king she spoke of? Is this the king that's going to ride me to victory? Am I going to rule Great Britain alongside a noble warrior? Uh, no. A walk walk is going to take its razor sharp claws and just like use its also razor sharp wings and just slice all the flesh off your face entirely. Yeah. I mean, it's so like, potentially a mystical creature. Attacks lady. Yeah. Uh it was said that there was like six indentations around Snippy the horse when it was found. So like that's two feet, a couple arms, and a couple wing Could be. points. Yeah. Maybe. I think so. As this thing just attacks poor lady. Yeah, lady isn't holding up very well. Removing all the flesh from the neck up. Uh, thus altering the name of lady the horse to yeah. snippy the horse because the head got snipped. Somebody find, uh, finds lady's dead body near Avalon and is like, look at this. This horse got snipped good. Meanwhile, the walk walk just flies away. Walk, 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 walk. Mm-hmm. And uh, lady didn't stand much of a chance because lady is dead and now Again. she's snippy. And the, you know, the joke of it is snippy's also dead. And both, with both names, uh, it's a dead horse. Yep. All right. The walk walk soars ahead. All right. Well, moving on, I feel like those were two pretty uh, kind of cut and dry ones. There's no debate really involved. You I could mean, maybe debate the method. In, I mean, not for like Snippy and the walk walk, but like a Spaceman and the, you know, La Milagra. Could have killed the spaceman in many different ways, but mm-hmm. the point is, they're killing him. Yeah, Snippy ain't making it. Spaceman ain't making it. So yeah. Well, what do we got next? Well, we got a fan favorite, the Oakville Blobs, which is just jelly falling from the sky. That's a fan favorite. That's I'm just gonna say it is because I think the fans love the Oakville Blobs. Okay. Feels like a high school mascot, the Oakville Blobs. Against the Cable Line Road monster, who is in fact a monster who runs alongside Cable Line Road. Wow. That was very insightful. <laughs> Isn't it, though? <laughs> uh, well, they will be doing battle in the Ibadan murder forest. Well, I don't know. Do you want to tell people about how cool that was? As in not cool at all? It's not very cool. Very terrible. As a, I don't remember what country in Africa... Um, 
It's terrifying. But in Africa, it was a place where they found hundreds of body parts strewn across and some people alive in not doing so well, uh, if I remember correctly. And they believe it was a place uh, selling black market organs, body parts. Yeah, maybe harvesting people for nefarious purposes. Yeah, exactly. Not a pleasant place to be. No. Especially right now, if you're an Oakville blob or a cable road monster. Correct. Yeah, because uh, the cable line road monster might have, in fact, been a man. Oh, yeah. Who uh, was in a car accident and crashed into a telephone pole. For fun? No, I made a mistake. The telephone pole threw me off. No, not for fun. He wasn't like have, trying to have a party and like crashed his car. Mm-hmm. Um, his body hit a tree, and then his face left an impression on that tree. Oh, yeah. And then he's been mm-hmm. haunted and tied to the tree, so he's a entity, incorporeal ghost-type <laughs> monster man. Yeah, because doesn't he make people crash into the tree and die or something? Uh-huh. Yeah, whoever, uh, yeah... Well, people a lot of a lot of people just kind of see a spirit hanging around. He's at the tree at night. Um, he, f- f- you know, fucks around with your lights. He also likes to make phone calls that, you know, just prank phone calls. Prank phone calls because people have reports of the phone ringing and no one answering. Is your refrigerator running? Yes. You monster! <laughs> How dare you! <laughs> Yeah, but uh, he's also been described as being a troll, a hairy bear-like animal with glowing eyes, and a swamp monster, or maybe an alien. I mean, those are very different things. So the end of the story is that something's going on at Cable Line Road that has various attributes that could, in fact, be the corrupted soul of a dead man or something otherworldly. Okay. So that is uh, that is him. Well, the Oakville Blobs are Jello Blobs. Correct. And what do about. they what did they uh, what do they do to people? Uh, what do they do to people? What was the uh, the main chaos they caused? Just being mysterious and making everyone lose their mind? Yeah, I think so. That's a pretty good one. Oh, they did cause sickness, too. Okay. I thought Flu-like symptoms. Okay. And animals died. Some were violently sick. Interesting. So I feel the Oakville Blobs would have had a shot against anything that was actually alive. Sure. If this is the, uh, you know, the lingering spirit of a man who flew into a tree and had his face imprint on it, I don't know if the Blobs are doing too much to him. I don't know if he's doing too much to them, though. Correct, which is where we have to, uh, you know, pick at the seams here. Um, The Blobs are falling down. He's a ghost. He's looking at him. I mean, what if they're like ectoplasm? Then they could affect a ghost. It's true. Didn't scientists do tests on the blobs? Did they say anything? Uh, they, I think they did. Wasn't it like meat-based? Wasn't there like meat involved or no? Meat involved? I don't remember that. I don't know. I'm just saying, was there um, flesh? Anything weird like that? It was said that they, it was thought that they were uh, star jelly because that was like an old 14th century thing. 
Okay. Where jelly fell from the sky during meteor showers. Okay. And of course, star jelly doesn't do anything to anyone. It just happens. Uh, from what I remember, yeah, I, I guess. I'm trying to look through a few things here real quick, but... Yeah, I don't I don't know. It's a... Uh, they made people sick. Well... I don't think that's going to do anything to the cable line road monster, and I don't know what he's going to do to the jelly. I know. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, so the jelly falls, and they're in a murder forest, which has little impact on this battle, despite the horrific, hellish nature. Yeah, there's just gore going and on. limbs strewn about. Yeah, just, I mean, one of, you know. And then one blobs of, of jelly. Many. Yeah, one of humanity's many. And then some ghost wandering around, like, kicking things and being like, I'm angry. I died. Yeah, I'm just haunting everywhere. If I was alive, I'd feel really ill right now. Right. And I mean, all the trauma in that forest itself, it's not good energy. Again, one of human, humanity's worst things, because humanity just does so many worst things. So bad to each other. But then you had a ghost who hit a tree against a blob. Many blobs, in fact. Who, if we decided for this battle, they're just coming down, right? They're just blobs falling from the sky. Basically. I mean, I don't even know if they fell from the sky. I think they just appeared. They just appeared? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, nobody saw it rain, but like they were just... Everywhere. It was just on the ground, like in the morning. Well, I I don't know. Because this, I'm on just Wikipedia right now. Yeah, sure. And like it says, uh, on August 7th, 1994, a resident reported that a translucent gelatinous substance had rained down in the night. So I guess it did. All right. Rain. Okay. Uh, doctor first said it contained human blood cells. Okay. But that was, that was it. refuted. Yeah. They just said like, that's not true. That's insane. Yeah. But then it says there was two species of bacteria in it. Okay. But it doesn't tell me what it, what they were. Not sure. that I would really know anyways. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. So would would the cable line road monster because he likes to mess with people or show up around and like haunt people? Do you think he would? And he's got enough juice to like make prank phone calls and to. Uh, Did he make prank Oakville blobs? He could have. So he's no, not really I, fighting them. Then he's yeah, just controlling if, them. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if he can make things because they're corporeal. He is not. So if he is in fact a you know, just a disconnected soul, my point was: would he feel threatened enough by them to like use all of his juices to like throw the blobs around? Would he be whipping blobs around? I mean, he knows he's got to destroy these blobs, so I guess he would just take like handfuls if yeah, he can, and just throw just throw them around. But again, he's Incorporeal. He is. But I mean, ghosts can interact with the world depending on their strengths. Sure. They can, you know, mess with you, you know, mm-hmm. poke you, push you. This is a goofy one. I don't understand. <laughs> no one does. Ah, uh, let's see. Uh, I 
I mean, the Oakville Blobs, I feel like, have to lose, but I don't know how they lose. Well, also, there's reports of, like, about the different crashes that occur on Cable Line Road. If, like, um, if, like, the monster popped out and, like, caused the crash or the crash caused them, it also talks about how he might even have stole bodies of the victims. So then I'm just using that to, like, if he can, like, take bodies, he can take blobs and maybe hide them, bury mm-hmm. them, push them away. Get them out of here. Just clean them up. Clean them up. Basically, he's like, this is a fucking mess, and somebody has to clean this up. Somebody ruined this murder for us. Oh, with, God. Someone did that. gelatinous And you know what? Things. I'm just not going to take it anymore, and I'm going to move all these blobs around. I'm going to push them out of here, clean up this shit. And he's like, oh, my God. Are these all... This place is horrifying. Why am I here? Am I still on Earth? Did I die? Am I alive? I mean, he falls into an existential crisis that could very well defeat him. And he moves himself. He... Ends his own life because no, he realizes he just needs to cross to the other side. He has that thought, but then he quickly <laughs> is. He, he 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 doesn't. It doesn't. He's like, no, I can't lose to the blobs. It's like, no, not. To the, he's like the blobs. I don't get it. Like, what am I doing? So, but it's a thought he's had, which maybe we should remember for future battles. But I feel like he moves the blobs away and just disposes of them, pushes them away, buries them, covers them up with shit, and like the blobs are be gone, gone. Blobs. Yeah, you're out of here. You're done. So. uh so he think, just cleans up. I think he basically cleans up. He cleans house, cleans the forest of... Um, he leaves the in, limbs, but he gets rid of all the Intense the despair. Yeah, he, he leaves all the murder and just uh, cleans up the blobs. All right. So I think he moves on. Sure. Cable line road monster. Defeated some blobs. He cleaned them up. He, they were defeated, so... I guess that's one way to yeah. look at tackling your chores. I mean... I defeated them. They're done. I defeated sweeping. And I'm just thinking about the history of the battles we've had. And we just had a ghost fight blobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In a forest of death. Yeah. Well, on to the next one. All right. Moving down. We got Hans Trapp. Yeah. Who was uh, a nobleman who was outed um, basically land disputes and things. He was uh, so he uh, he was a greedy guy, according to legend. Again, you can find out that this may have been propaganda about a man who had land disputes with the church, but according to the lore and for his supernatural powers, he was greedy and pursued dark magic and became this dark evil entity who eventually would get transformed into, uh, or give himself the power to transform into scarecrows and eat people um, in the wild. Yeah, I mean, would you not give yourself that power? I mean, if you're... You know, pursuing this path of darkness, it is a power you could give yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, he's fighting the Cornish Owl Man, who's an Owl Man guy. Yes, yes, he is <laughs> <laughs> flying around uh, doing Owl Man things in in the England, right? Cornish Owl Man. I mean, I don't remember exactly, but does Cornish mean that he's from Cornwall? Give me one quick second. I want to refresh myself on all of the cool. Yeah, he's definitely from Cornwall because that would be Cornish. That is true. And uh, and he was scared some girls. Yeah, he likes to uh, likes to uh, freak out young girls in a uh, monin, and uh, he likes to hover above stuff. He who likes do- who to. Doesn't? He likes. I mean, honestly, if you had wings, wouldn't you just hover around? Yeah. And he ruined a family vacation. What a jerk. Been and then there. again, just harassing. He just likes. Uh, he's just a creep. 
He flies around, harasses young girls because he's a creep. But he's got glowing eyes, black pincer-like claws. Uh, he was harassing people around the 70s. Loud shrieks and screams. Um, so, I mean, the claws imply that he can attack and cut you up. So he's got that going for him. Well, uh, Hans Trapp is some kind of wizard man who turns into a scarecrow and eats people. It's interesting. <laughs> uh, it certainly is interesting. One's got the, uh, the power of flight. That's true. He does have, uh, the Alman does have wings. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that's an advantage, but we got to find out where they're fighting first, because... That's very true. We're removing the Owlman from his uh, territory, most likely. Probably. I don't think any of our locations are Cornwall. Well, this is... Shit, I tore it. Oh, well, we can... Uh, Well, they are going to Cannibal Island. Okay, so another fucked up place. The Soviet Union. Just another fucked up, horrible murder den. Yeah, where just cannibalism and crime... Were rife because a bunch of people got stranded there. Essentially, uh, and Hans Trap literally eats people. Interesting. Um, the prophecy. It's all coming together, huh? You mean what forces at work here? Uh, I don't know. I truly do not know. Again. When you become so evil, you dress like a scarecrow, stand by the side of the road, and then just eat people. And then you're in a place where people are just eating each other. You, I mean, I feel like this fucking horrible person would thrive here mm-hmm. and induce more insanity in this pure, chaotic Soviet hellhole. So the real trick is... I feel like they both could... I mean, describe, one's obviously a cannibal. What? Correct. It's in his name. Correct. So, what do you uh, describe like an owl? It's a bird. It's got big eyes. And it's got big wings. Wings. And it flies. Body of a man. Do you? And owls like to perch, right? Sure. And uh, usually, scarecrows don't scare away owls, do they? Probably not. They're not called scare owls, are they? They're not. Certainly not. So, what if Hans Trapp was in his scarecrow form? In a man. Sized owl just perches on his shoulders because Hans Trapp's like a substantial scarecrow. I mean, he's got it. He's got stuff going on. He's like a buff scarecrow. I'm assuming because he's he's like an entity. Sure. He's also magical, so like he's strong, so he could support the weight of a Cornish owl man who happens just to like perch on him. It's a big owl. It is a big owl. It's a man owl. Mm-hmm. It's an owl man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm just saying, if he does that, Hans Trapp would have the um, element of surprise on him, then instantly transform into like his killer mode and like just sort of attacking the owl man. Well, and eating him and chewing him. I mean, if you have someone on one of your limbs already pinning it in place, does that give you the advantage? If it's on his shoulder, like would that pin you in place, or like would that you know you could drop your limbs, he could fall, and then you could grab him and then start stabbing him and cutting him and eating him. With your knives. Because, I mean, he would cut up and eat children before it was... I'm assuming he's had knives tucked up in there. I mean... I don't feel that's an unjust assumption because he just literally steals kids and eats them. So he's probably got some sharp implemented object there for him. But, I mean, if there's a equal-sized owl landing on him... Mm-hmm. But the owl doesn't know he's a man at this point. He doesn't know he's something that's worth fighting. 
the element of surprise might give Hans Trapp the edge. Okay. Maybe. I just don't, I can't see, uh, like, I mean, if they're both, like, 200-pound dudes, one landing on the other one. Of course, would the owl man even land on him? Because he's like, I don't think that can hold my weight. I mean, that's possible. But would the owl man, like, you know... So if we take away the element of surprise, they're just gonna like charge at each other. Kaka! I feel like I feel like it's accurate. (laughs) That's accurate. Yeah, yeah, totally accurate. But let's say Hans Trapp was running at him as like himself, and then like the moth, the owl man. Sorry, is like swinging as like uh, flying towards him, and then like he ducks around, and then all of a sudden there's a scarecrow there. Wouldn't that confuse the Mothman? He's like, "What is this?" The Mothman. The owl man. His English (laughs) brother. Yeah. Uh, Wouldn't the owl man be confused? Maybe disoriented. Yeah. He's not going to be like, that's a fucking man. I mean, we don't have any... All he does is, like, harass girls, so we don't know if that's just, like, a fun thing he Maybe does. Maybe he's not even into dudes at all. It's total obsession, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He may not be. Well, he ruined a family vacation. Correct. Scared a bunch of girls that were not supposed to be out there or something. I don't remember what they were doing. Yeah, because he's got sharp sticks. One time, Trap was a scarecrow, because that's what he does. And then... Um, when a young boy walked by, he used a sharp stick to stab him. And then he took him back to his lair because he has those and then cut him up and ate him. Oh, he's got a lair? Yeah. Well, Cannibal Island. Well, that's, yeah. Well, yeah. Definitely has got a good spot for yeah. cannibalizing layers. Yeah, I mean, it's happening all over the place. Mm-hmm. So, like... The Owl Man swoops down and he's got his sharp stick... And at this, because like he gets struck by lightning in the legend, so like he becomes like an incorporeal like ghost thing. Because like trapped us, he does, yeah. Because I mean, when he takes when he takes the boy home to eat him, the church really didn't like this guy. Oh, they hated his guts, <laughs> yeah. Because he was really giving them like it's my land, and they're like, no, it's not. And then forever, he's just going to be you know bastardized as an evil cannibal Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. So he's, you know, divine lightning like kills him. So then he just like you know exists in like legend and ether and incorporeal spirit or whatever the fuck um it was you know because like i guess god had enough i was like all right man you gotta slow down mm-hmm. deals with the devil you're killing kids you're gonna eat them now boom you're done and then he just exists as this haunting scarecrow ghost like monster thing so the owl man is at least corporeal, and it always comes down to these. But it doesn't always have to be the determining factor in who wins a battle, like incorporeal or corporealness. It depends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Like the, uh, I just. Oh, go ahead. The owl man definitely has some advantages, but for the most part, he's just a giant bird man. Right. We don't know how sentient he is, and based on facts, we know for sure Hans Trap was a man who had plans and knew what he was doing. Own land that the church wanted. They totally did. So I feel like the owl man is going to swoop down at some point and he's going to like stab him in the throat. They're going to fight. Hans might get cut up real bad, but like I don't know if it's going to kill him. I think it would have to be a, per- a hell of a shot for him to pull that off. The owl man to pull that off. Yeah, I mean, uh, the owl man. If the owl man picks him up and like drops him, I don't think that because we don't even know if the owl man actually has like a beak or anything, right? 
Like, no, he's just like eyes. Just like and, a flying. Yeah, eyes and claws and wings. Yeah. I mean, so we could assume he has a beak then. He's, yeah, we can just give him a beak. It doesn't hurt my feelings. I mean, so yeah, it gives him more of a, more weapons. Yeah. I mean. So what do you think? Do you think Hans Trapp is just taking out this owl man? I, I'm leaning towards that, yeah. I think it's going to be. So the owl man swings down. He takes out his, his, uh, his stabby stab. Stick. He stabs him and then forces him to the ground and just like stabs him and stabs him and stabs him. And then like he just dies. Yeah. He skewers him. And then he eats him. And then he eats him. And then he... And he sells the rest that he doesn't eat to other people on Cannibal Island. Okay, it's a fucked up place. Hans Trap wins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. All right. The word division is chugging along. Oh, yeah. All right. Got some more folklore hits here. Well, one folklore hit. The other one, not so much. Got to talk about that. The uh, the legend of the mall ankle slasher. Someone just waiting to get you yeah. as you come home to your well, to your trying car. to get your keys out. Uh huh. Trying to go home in the mall, going to your car. Luckily, my car just unlocks when I touch the handle now. Yeah, that so was that nobody's was, gonna cut my ankles. No, all that stuff, auto start, all these stuff. This was, was you know maybe to we, get rid of, to maybe, save you from the mall ankle. Maybe slasher. we should thank the ankle slasher for his you know encouraging Thanks, ankle slasher ingenuity in automotive starting and opening doors procedures. Mm-hmm. Well done. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for being that real horrible person. See, so yeah, he's about he wants to, he's his you know stealth is his main you know he's stealthy attribute. So stealthy. Yeah. Some people don't even think he existed. That's how sneaky he was. I mean, the biggest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing people he didn't exist. Mm-hmm. So is the mall ankle slasher. Yep. The <laughs> same deal. He is the devil. <laughs> He's just cutting ankles. I'm Satan. I once reigned in heaven. And now I'm underneath these cars. Now I'm hiding in the mall ankles. parking lot because fuck you. Christ. Yeah, because <laughs> you suck. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> the Dubar Chew. King Otter. The Irish Crocodile. Is a giant bloodthirsty. Well, I'm assuming it's bloodthirsty because I'm just that kind of a guy. But it's an otter dog, half fish, half dog. Lives in water. Has got fur. That sounds like an otter to me. Or a seal. <laughs> just a seal. <laughs> well, I said loose seal. It resembles an otter, but it's said to be about five times as large. So it's about ten to fifteen feet long. Uh, with a white pelt, black ear tips, and a black cross on its back. Okay. Basically, again, the uh, allegedly it's killed a woman. There's a monument, a local gravestone, that talks about how this woman was killed by a giant otter creature. All right, well... So this thing is a giant... Find where they're doing battle. If it's, it's in a, fifth, a mall parking lot... It's a fifth... That would suck. That would the otter would uh the otter would not be doing very well. Oh, interesting. <laughs> what do we got? One of them gets a mummy hand or eat mummy to gain mummy powers. Hey man, <laughs> roll the dice. Let's see who gets this. Okay. The mall ankle slasher or the Irish crocodile. Is it using mummy powers? Because again, we discussed how people used to eat mummies because they thought it gave them special powers. Yeah. 
All right, so we got a D twenty here. We'll do this thing's a fifteen foot long dog, fish, crocodile, otter monster. Well, versus a man with a knife who cuts your ankles. So we'll do odds. Uh, the mall ankle slasher gets the mummy powers. Okay, and evens the Irish crocodile. Gets. All right, let's do it. It's odds. The mall ankle slasher is now he's got mummy powers. Mummified. Or, this is interesting. Or has so, the powers of mummy. Yeah, do you please remember what people thought mummy powers were? Because this is a man with a knife attacked by a fifteen foot long. <laughs> Otter monster. Because uh, I think I know who, who the uh, battle is favoring just based on those stats. Well, it's an aphrodisiac. <laughs> he wants to fuck the otter. <laughs> or. He's going to fuck the otter. Uh, it's also a cure-all. Okay. So he can use it to, like, heal his wounds? Yeah. Will we go that far? It's a blood thinner, painkiller. So he can feel no pain. His wounds can heal. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Okay. Yeah. So the mall ankle slasher has leveled up. Yeah. He's got mummy juices flowing through if his If he veins. was epileptic, it would cure that. Okay, well, he was, and it's cured. <laughs> <laughs> if he had a cold, not anymore. It's gone. He's basically, he just he's like Captain America now. He became the peak human specimen. Yep. Except instead of supporting freedom, he likes supporting slashing ankles and killing people as they go to their car. Mm-hmm. Um, and now he's pitted against a giant otter monster. Yeah. So it's Black Friday. The Irish crocodiles at the mall. I got to buy Christmas presents. Yeah. Buying stuff for the little baby Irish crocodiles back home. He's got a big yeah. family. Got to get those deals. Yeah. He's like, I got those deals. This all oh, this 70 inch TV half off. Mm-hmm. That's just for me. Yeah. I can't wait. They don't they definitely don't make them shittier for Black Friday deals. That's not a thing. No, definitely not. It's not a huge capitalist scam. It's all yeah. good deals. You're doing a lot. Yeah, good good job. Yeah, everyone's saving money. It's doing well. So he loads that piece of shit TV that he got for 100 bucks. Yeah. Into his trunk. His trunk. Okay. What's this what kind of car does the uh the giant Irish crocodile drive? It's the van. He's 15 feet long. That's true. He is. He's a big guy. <laughs> I mean, or, could, or it could be like an older car. Like what, what was that old car you had? Like Crown Vic. I had a Crown Vic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so he coil, had like bench seats, didn't he? Like it? coils up. It did. He coils up in the front seat. Yeah. There you go. He's an otter. Okay. Yeah. So he loads it in the trunk, which like is a, as mid eighties, late eighties Crown Vic. Yeah. Cool. It's a fucking boat. It's an amazing boat. Yeah. Yeah, but he gets the TV in the back seat. Yeah. Drops his keys. Starts fumbling with them. Mm-hmm. It's cut? I don't know. Something tries to cut him. Some Something wrapped in bandages reaches out just, when he goes for his keys. It's, so like when he ate the mummy hen, he becomes like a mummy? Yeah. Is that what we're doing? <laughs> yeah. Is that where we're going? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So and he's basically become um, maybe not indestructible, but he's got healing factors... He's very strong. Mm-hmm. Um, again, a peak human specimen. So the otter's like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. And then the otter's 15 feet tall, so it slaps its tail against the car. The whole car flies away. He doesn't give a fuck anymore. His TV flies out the trunk. It's all shattered. And he sees this man dressed like a mummy. <laughs> Holding a knife. He's like, ah! Mm-hmm. And then the, uh, then the Irish crocodile uh, bites his head off. 
or no? Does he does he block it? Is he quick? He's peak human performance. I mean, he's stealthy. So is he even there when the car gets knocked away? You know what? He's not. So nothing's there. So the crocodile is just looking around like, what? My arm, it hurts. Where'd it go? This sucks. Mm -hmm. That was nasty. And I just wrecked my whole car. I don't have insurance premiums on if I hit my own car away. What kind of coverage is that? It's not good. That's garbage. So he he goes. Then he feels another stab. Yeah, he has to go buy a new car. (laughs) The dealer dealer (laughs) hands him the keys. He's ready to drive off the lot. Uh-huh. He drops the keys, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> or he goes to get in it, and all of a sudden, ah, shooting pain in his leg again. He smacks the car he away. Again. The car, it flies to the dealership. Now there's a lawsuit. It yeah. blows the whole thing apart. The window's destroyed. Yeah, well, and no one's there. Time, yeah, he's got to work off some debts. Yeah, now he's months dead. later. Mm-hmm. He finally has enough money to buy another car. <laughs> so he's going to go back to the same dealership or a different one? He's going to go to a different one. Right, just yeah, I probably shouldn't go back. Just for appearances yeah. sake. Yeah, okay. All right. He does that. What happens? <laughs> 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 well, he's all proud to have finally bought a car. It's, again, after, you know, some more deals. Yeah. He really enjoys that nobody gives him funny looks for being a 15-foot tall. It's just accepted. It's fine. Yeah. yeah it's No, he just wants to. He's just going to work. He's got a little otter tie on. Yeah, and then he goes to get in the car. Uh-huh. Opens the door. Uh-huh. Ha! It's Slice. Ooh, how bad did he get sliced? I don't know. I think he gets stabbed, but he's a 15-foot otter. And this guy is quick. Does he go straight for the, the crocodile otter jugular? No, he's going for the Achilles. He's under the car. So does he get it? He's got to. It's the only one. It's the only thing he does. All right, we're gonna roll a d twenty. All right, if he gets the Achilles, fifteen or higher, he gets the Achilles. Mm-hmm. And then how about a uh, ten to fourteen? He still stabs him. Sure. Okay. It's a seven. So he just nicks him. Yeah, just that. Just enough to startle the yeah the. The Irish crocodile again. Correct. He stumbles a little bit. He's like, what is going on? But Why is this my life? He's not doing it again. He's not smashing his car. No, because he's learned his lesson. Yeah. He's, he's learned self-control. He's gone to therapy. He also thinks he's losing his mind, that he's being attacked by nothing. Yeah, because nothing's there every time. He's every bleeding. Single, every single time. But it's just a nick. His wife thinks that like he's just got some weird self-harm thing going on. And he's like, no, man, I'm just... Like, why are you destroying our vehicles? Somebody's out to get me. Why did you destroy your television? Why do you keep stabbing yourself? Are you okay? He's like, you don't understand. It's a conspiracy. Mm-hmm. She's like, you got to get this under control, man. What are all the little otter kids going to think? Dad keeps flipping the car around. Dad destroyed. Dad didn't. I mean, there's barely any Christmas presents. He fucked it up on Black Friday. Yeah. I don't think he saved it. How long did it take him to save up for a car? Months. So after Christmas. Which is not that bad. Yeah, he's got a good job. What does he do? He, um, it has to do with like shipping and logistics. He's a car He's an importer, exporter. Basically, yeah. What what does he import? Um, (laughs) Cars. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, 
But now he's time's going by. Yeah, it is. But this battle is long. He knows somebody's under there. Yeah, somebody's getting to him. Of course. So the uh, stealth is going to come in to factor here. You would think. Yeah. Is the mall ankle slasher going to remain stealthy enough to get another attempt at this, or is the Irish crocodile onto him? I think by now the crocodile's onto him because now he, he he does what his wife thinks is incorrect in the situation. Um, someone is out to get him, and it's one specific person who is like stalking him now. Well, so sixteen or higher, the Mollinkel Slashers passing his stealth check. All right, do it. You failed. Got a six. Got cocky. He got like, cocky. Real cocky. So where does he attack him now? Where does he try to attack him now? Is he outside of his house? Sure, yeah. He got too cocky, so he, he went, went to home. where he lives. He's like, I want to get him. And so this is this battle is probably like in universe the longest battle. It's got months. Yeah, it's <laughs> just months of warfare, little yeah. slashes, little cuts. It's, the guy's got stealth. But That's also, his thing. Not every not everybody gets killed by him. You know what I mean? Like they they get cut and then like they run away or whatever. So like maybe he doesn't have the it's time. Maybe he doesn't have the nerve for it. Maybe he just likes to little cut cut scare people. A little scary cut cut. He well, didn't think he was gonna have to. You know, ooh. So he's underneath the car, the new car. He doesn't. He never flipped it over. He gets cut. The Irish crocodile doesn't flip his car, but he raises it, and then uses his tail to swat the slasher out from his car. Well, I was thinking this time he's uh Is he in the back seat? He checks underneath every time. No. So, so he's in the back seat, because that's where the slasher gets you too. Oh, okay, yeah. Is he in the back seat? Yeah, he forgot to check the back seat. He's been so focused on the underneath. Uh huh. He sits in. But then, because the slasher failed his stealth check, he tries to just the final blow just to the neck. Because he's also tortured this man. He's li- been living in fear, this man. Mm-hmm. This fully realized this character. Yeah, he's in for Crocodile, who imports and exports cars from Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> it's just sitting in his front seat, and he goes to stab him. But he catches him in the river mirror because he fucked up. Uh-huh. So then this 15-foot Crocodile sitting in his, uh, what's his new car? Um, what do you think? It's gotta be a bigger one, but like it's brand new, I guess, or brand new used, whatever. New to him, yeah, new to him. Uh, I don't know, uh, uh, early '90s Bronco. Great, I love it. So plenty of plenty of space. So yeah. he goes to get him, but he turns around, just like slashes this guy's face, and then he's bleeding on his car, which pisses him off. This is my new car, and then he gets out, opens the back door, and drags him out. I think there are only two doors. <laughs> I could be wrong. No, you're right. There was only two doors. Well, so he's stuck in there then. Yeah, so he's bleeding and kicking around. Um, so then the uh, Irish crocodile just pulls him into the front seat, probably dislocates his shoulder, maybe breaks his hand. Yeah, I mean, he's 15 feet tall yeah. for long, so he's maybe got a seven-foot tail, oh, but he's still eight feet tall I then. just want you to envision what happens to Dennis Nedry and the Dilophosaurus in Jurassic Park. Because that's what's happening now inside the front seats of these car, of this car. Yeah, blood splattering, biting, chewing, and the Irish crocodile rips this man apart. Yep. And then the windows open just a crack, and as he dies, his hand falls out, and the knife just like clanks to the floor, to the ground, to the driveway of the Irish crocodile's house, who is an established businessman who imports and exports cars from Ireland. Never got a chance to use more of his mummy 
stuff to heal. He just got he hit so hard. Yeah, he got hit so hard. He fucked up. He did. He got cocky. Mm-hmm. And the Irish crocodile moves forward. The Irish crocodile, which actual name is, in fact, the Dubarchu. Dubarchu. All right, next. Yeah, moving on to the next confrontation is the Monkey Man versus the Man in Black. Now, the Monkey Man was like a mass hysteria incident taking place in India where people saw a Monkey Man running around attacking people and then... Yeah, it was like assaulting people, right? He was, yeah. Uh, Sexually assaulting them, too? I don't remember exactly. I want to double check exactly into everything. I remember it, it was breaking into people's bedrooms or something. I want to say that. Yeah, it was around like 2001. Oh, it was in 2001 um, in New Delhi. Uh, he attacked people at night. He was about four feet tall, covered in thick black hair, metal helmet, metal claws, glowing red eyes, and three buttons on his chest. He is insane. Also, occasionally people would describe him as wearing roller skates. So this this guy's got some powers. Monkey Man is here to party. Um, but there's varying reports, because maybe he was eight feet tall and very muscular, could jump from building to building. Um, Radical Sasquatch. Just, he's just... <laughs> uh, yeah, supposedly 350 sightings were reported and uh, 60 entries were, you know, a thing because of this maniac. Yeah, what? it was mass hysteria. So, like, people were, like, saying it was in their bedrooms. Yeah, he was It was everywhere. taking their cars. It was carjacking. And if we attribute to deaths from the mass hysteria to the monkey man, he killed two people because two people died. Um, they fell from the tops of buildings and down stairwells because they were... Assuming they were under attack. So, uh, yeah, the monkey man was running wild all throughout New Delhi. And just in case we forgot, he's covered in thick black hair, a metal helmet, metal claws, long red eyes, three buttons on his chest. And he could have even been wearing roller skates. And other reports thought he was eight feet tall and was just muscular and could jump from building to building. So I figure in a way he has all these attributes. We can cut it in the middle. Maybe he's like six feet tall ish. And could do like all these things. Well, you know who are the perfect group of people to solve such a problem? Yeah, go on. Is they're the opponent of the monkey man. Correct. Investigating weird, maybe alien type Correct. sightings. Correct. The men in black. Correct. I feel that. And they are not hunting for the monkey man in New Delhi. New Delhi. No. They are hunting for the monkey man in on Highway 365. All right. So there's a lot of ladies in white running around trying to get you to take them home. Don't do it. So just mass confusion. You just don't do it. Don't make them get out while you're still rolling. <laughs> just never stop the car. Just keep going. Yep. All right, so it's a highway. There's more reports of the monkey man, evidently. Um, the men in black are here fine, trying to hunt him down. I mean, it's a war. They've been pitted here for a reason. Yeah. For what reason, we may never know. But the purpose is the monkey man has to battle representatives of the men in black. Mm-hmm. Now, what are the men in black's powers? We know the monkey man's. 
and he honestly sounds like either a Ninja Turtle friend or foe. Foe. He sounds. Well, <laughs> I guess he could go either way. He's got this. He's got the roller skates. He's like maybe he starts off as like a bad guy, but becomes like a good guy. Mm-hmm. He's misunderstood. Yeah. He's doing cool tricks off of mountaintops and shit. He killed two people. By accident. They just were excited. They thought he was coming to get him. He just wanted to show him his radical moves. He kept breaking into the women's bedrooms. I mean, he's just trying to do cool tricks, and he happens to hit their windows. He's not, like, being a creep. He's just, like, skating around. Yeah. Just bad, bad, wrong place. He's too strong for the city. Yeah. Uh, well, the men in black uh, are, you know, both powerful and not, depending on which agents get sent there, I guess. Right. Because sometimes they're low on batteries, it sounds like. Sometimes they wore lipstick. Otherwise, you know, maybe they're a government entity. Maybe they're an intergalaxy. Defenders? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Possibly. Yeah. Sometimes they just want to hear weird stories and then... You know, leave. So, like, the men in black, like, how many instances, like, have resulted in, like, their investigations and people just disappearing? You mean the people like, they're investigating disappearing? Yeah, uh-huh. We don't ever hear about those ones. That's true. Because I'm just trying to think about the men in black as we've... Because we can assume they have... A wide, you know, swath of abilities. Mm-hmm. But as far as what we've actually read about and been told, would they be able to, like, physically restrain a monkey man? I would think so, because the stories we hear about are them off their game. You know, when an agent had a bad day. Sure. That's is, that, is that we're going? We're thinking maybe that's, because that's not the norm, then. That would be a run of, that would be like I mean, a, whoops, a whoopsie I feel like daisy. that's a... It's a whoopsie daisy. Yeah, I think that's a... Fair assessment? Could be. Okay, okay. Well, how many of them wear roller skates? Monkey Man's got roller skates. Well, and the I men mean, in black are more skateboarders. <laughs> uh, and so, well, I don't know if Highway 365. So, there, are we doing like a chase uh, scene? Are we doing a chase scene on skateboards and uh, roller skates? Because the men in black well, have roller skates are faster. For sure. Yeah, they are. And the monkey man, he's fucking powerful. If he can jump from building to building, imagine how fast he can skate. Well, if the men in black are intergalaxy defenders, yeah. they probably have rocket skateboards. Do they have they probably <laughs> hoverboards, have, maybe. They probably have hoverboards. Now the men in black have hoverboards <laughs> against the monkey. The men in black are there's a lot of things just being given to the men in black right now. And now they have hoverboards chasing a uh, monkey man yep. on Highway three sixty five. Well, yeah. Well, the monkey man. Well, yeah. The <laughs> monkey man has um, metal claws and can jump over the hoverboards. And as he jumps, he can like slash at them. Mm-hmm. So like he's taking out some agents. They ain't making it out. Some are getting killed. Their battery runs low at the wrong moment. They're well, dead. The They're agents got to have weapons of some sort, right? What kind of guns though? What have we heard? What kind of? Has they have they like shown anybody like a piece? They're like hey, I don't think so. But check like. This out. But if they show up kind of like acting like government agents, yeah. so... Maybe they're just a big bureaucracy. They can't do anything right. Maybe that's just like the IRS. May, or like any other... Pick one. I mean, pick one that's been defunded and driven into oblivion. Which one? Uh, anyone. IRS, EPA, uh, the... Do EPA agents carry guns? Uh, 
I, I don't think so. But how about a... Uh, this is going to get me on a list for sure. Well, there's... Oh, God dang it. Well, apparently I'm not the first about, one to Google this. Would, <laughs> they do carry badges. Tobacco, alcohol, firearms. They definitely do. Yeah, so, I mean, if EPA agents carry badges and guns, I would assume the men in black do. It's true. We also have to accept that they're a government agency. And they seem like they're so strange and bizarre. Was is that just to hide their identity? Maybe they're not even like oh aliens? Oh, God, it's an oil spill. And they just start shooting it. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> you think that's what they do? <laughs> yeah, that's what happened when the trains collapsed. They fell off the tracks in Ohio. They started shooting them. That's what they do. It's a, it's a pollution. The Republicans are out for the EPA agents' guns, apparently. That's the next article down. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Uh, that was June of this year. Second July. Amendment, but now government officials can't have guns? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Well, imagine they got wind of the MIB. They're like, you can't have this noisy cricket. That's not allowed. Meanwhile, the monkey man has a metal helmet and roller skates. Mm-hmm. How come I told that story and don't remember those attributes? I don't remember that either. Like, there's no way I didn't come across that. There's no way I didn't mention that. It's the first paragraph on Wikipedia. Maybe you didn't think roller skates were that cool. No, I'm sure I talked about it. This is just how our memories work. Yeah. Which is nuts. That's what this thing shows me every year when we do this. It's like, oh my God. How we spent hours that? talking about this, researching it, putting it together. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, wait, what did he do? Oh my God. Well, yes. I'm I'm pretty torn on this. Well, whenever it comes to a group with multiple people, we have to determine how many agents are after the monkey man. We've always done that. We have to roll how many monk how many agents are after the monkey man. Well, what do you want the possibility to be? We got Well, I'm trying to think what we've done before, but give me the options, we got yeah. D4, D6, D8, D10, okay. D12, D20. Honestly, probably D12. That seems reasonable. Because D20, and if there's like 19 people after the monkey man... We're all D10. That's fair. Good good cut in the middle. We'll deal with that. What's that? Five. Right in the middle. Mm-hmm. All right. So five men in black agents versus the monkey man. He's faster. Mm-hmm. More mobile. Mm-hmm. They have the numbers game, and they at least have He's guns. in a parkour probably, too. Oh, guarantee he jumps from building to building. He's jumping through windows. He's running all over places. But they're armed. They are. Hoverboards. And they have hoverboards. And a pistol. Each. And a pistol. Yeah, we'll give them a gun and a hoverboard because and that's... A, and a badge? That's what's happening. They never that, show anybody a badge. No, because... Their badges are nah, No, because cool. they, they probably aren't government agents. And if they are government agents, they're above badge level. They're something else. Yeah. They're definitely something else. Mm-hmm. So... They corner, do they, it's a highway. I mean, do they find a way to like corner the monkey man and try like, put your hands up. Do they try that shit? It's just a high, it's just a chase scene for hours. Yeah. And it just loops because they're stuck to this one 
part of space and time. And they keep passing a woman in white going, like, hey, I need to go home. And they're like, no, no. Busy. I'm a monkey man. Can't you see I'm occupied? I'm dealing with all these jerks back here. I'm not a jerk. I'm a man in black. Um... All right, so here's what I think. Okay, what do you think? I don't know how it plays out exactly. Yeah. But I have a hard time thinking the monkey man gets away from five agents. Yeah, but we have to determine how they actually trap him. Yeah. This man eluded everyone in India. Yeah, but... India is very That's millions of people. Correct. And you can hide in plain sight with shit like that. These guys are right there on an open highway with him in sight. How do they stop the monkey man? They shoot out his rollerblade wheels. They shoot out his rollerblade wheels. <laughs> the only issue I have, because in theory, the men in black could be able to take out the monkey men. But what do we know about the men in black that gives them that ability? They're weird. They're weird. The weirdness takes down the monkey man. Some of them are said to be giant, too, like big that helps. looking people. That's true. Okay. All right. So we got a couple of those guys in the mix. The big guys help. But he's got metal claws. Like any alleged like men in black technology would go so far into helping them defeat the monkey man in my eyes. Cause I just don't know like how competent is the actual men in black. They're not Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones. Well, they have sidearms. They have guns. So they blow him away. The monkey man's at the corner. They blast him. They make him bleed out. He's done. I guess. Like, so he's skating down. And, and then like. Bleeding. Yeah. Like he's. Yeah, well, he's blading. Blading is that what we call that? Yeah, in two hundred twenty-three. Yeah, he's blading. All he's right. blading. All right, and they're running or hoverboards and hovering. They're hovering because that's hoovering. The thing they, hoovering. Hmm. <laughs> that's that's yeah, that's FBI territory if you're hoovering. Well, that's just, where they got them from. Yeah, that's just a mistake, right? Exactly. You don't want to be hoovering. <laughs> no one wants to be hoovering. Well, they might be hoovering. They probably are unjust persecuting. They're wearing people. like lipstick and stuff. Well, okay, there's that. Uh, so. The monkey man is skating, so we're going to go with, they're like, they probably wouldn't even yell, stop. He's just the monkey man. Or would he take an offensive approach and just attack him? I think he'd just attack him. Well. He'd eventually have to turn around and just start attacking them. I figure he takes out at least two agents or slashes the fuck out of them. Yeah. I mean, the the ones that aren't quick enough on the draw or got too close when they weren't ready. Yeah. Or their batteries started winding down. Yeah. Cause my, cause my, my debate is my, my. I guess I shouldn't look ahead, but I'm just curious, because the Men in Black could potentially take down a lot of things. So what are all their all their powers to tackle all these things? If they're just being weird, I'm leery of giving that the benefit of the doubt of being able to take down so many things. So I just want some definitive thing that will take down the Monkey Man. The a pistol. Shoot him in the head. He's done. I mean, we gave him guns. They got guns. That's true. And they're faster than the monkey man. Guns are faster than the monkey man. Yeah. Guns are faster than the monkey man. Well, the monkey man's skating. He turns around because the fight has to happen. He starts slashing, cuts a few up, and the remaining three just pump him full of lead. One gets a headshot. Although he's got a metal helmet, that would deflect some bullets. Would that's probably why he wears that. 
Yeah, so you can't shoot him in the head. So they say shoot him in the chest. Everywhere else, that's not great. So he's weak. He falls to his knees. They just walk up to him, kick off his helmet. You've monkeyed your last man. And they blow his head off. <laughs> yeah. And he just goes, ah! And he just falls to the ground. And a woman in white tries to get the dead monkey man to take her home. Come on, I gotta go. And then the monkey man's spirit appears next to the woman in white. And they hold hands and live undead happily ever after. Yeah. I mean, possibly. I didn't, I didn't hear the last part. I was looking, trying to find Men in Black. Oh, they sh- they shot the monkey man. He died, and then his spirit reappeared, and he held the hands with the woman in white, and they walked off. Oh, okay. Yeah. To live in yeah, yeah, undead but, happily ever after. That works. So, but did you find anything? As far Not as Men really. Black like, it's just all, like, kind of what we were going with. Like, yeah. maybe they're some sort of government agency. Some refer to them as d- demonic supernaturals. They have become. They may have just become very powered. They might have a lot of juice in this battle. They might, because they take out that monkey man. There's a lot they got going on after that. Well, our next battle. I feel like, depending on how we play it out. Mm-hmm. One of them also might get juiced up or not. Correct. At all. 100%. But they don't have the benefit of being supernatural. That's true. Wibbly wobbly. They don't don't get to like, maybe they have hoverboards. (laughs) Maybe maybe all of Congress has hoverboards. Yeah. So next battle, uh, we'll actually get a buy into the next round. Correct. They will. Yeah, they absolutely will. So they'll be waiting for the... uh, yeah, they'll be waiting for the uh, the yeah, next conversation. This one's going to be interesting, or not? Yeah, this one will require perhaps way too much conversation. Uh, it's the man with the light box who was uh, a possible future entity communicating to. I don't remember. It was a long time ago, sixteen hundreds. Some somebody in like the sixteen hundreds through a light box. They said and. It was speculated that it was somebody speaking with a computer and had time traveled and given a computer to, I don't remember. Yeah, he was in the a monk or something. The, well, the, wasn't the man Lightbot, wasn't he communicating to the future? Was that the idea or no? Is that wrong? Or it was the other way around. It was, well, it was, well, no, you're right. Because it was somebody, let, let's just pull it up real quick. Yeah, sure. Because. Because my, my memory is serves as it like. It was somebody like in the. Like the 80s, right? No, long. no. I mean, like, but I mean, like, they're getting the messages, right? Oh, no. I thought it was. Go ahead. You just, yeah, read it. Or... I thought it was written earlier than that. Uh, what was the actual? Yeah, hold on. What is the thing called? Because yeah, let me look at the description that I have here. Dope, dope, doper. There's something messages. Doddleston messages. How do you spell that? Yep, Doddleston messages. How do you spell it? Uh, You have D-O-D-E-L-S-T-O-N. I was close with my guess. Uh, Okay. 
so the Doddleston messages is what it was, and it was from 1546. But like they're being the messages are being sent to like a home. Oh yeah, so it was a guy. Times. A guy renovated his house, right? And had a home computer, and was mess would get messages left on his PC saved. Correct. Yes. That's what it was. Yes. So yeah, and that's why we titled the man in the light box because I mean it goes both ways really. It certainly does. Um, but yeah, it was just like communicating in. Yeah, it was like somebody from Old English was writing and leaving messages on a guy's computer. Yeah, so... So... Okay, actually... The man in the light box... I, I got a good avenue to go with this, so go ahead. I got a good place to go fighting with this. Congress. Because Congress has been doing a lot with UAPs. They've been doing a lot of investigations. I got a, I got a lot of ways to go this, and... I got a lot of ways to go here, too. Somebody got real strong real fast. Yeah. And it's not who I originally thought. Nope. Okay, well, they're doing battle. It's going to be... Where? It's going to have to be quick, because it's in the Iroquois Theater, and it's on fire. Congress is dying just because they're uh, they're too okay. inept to actually organize to do anything. Okay, all right. No, everyone <laughs> dies. Everyone dies in this situation. Everyone dies. Everyone dies. Because well, and the man in the light box is just pumping out fake news to Congress. This is where I was going with it, and let's let, <laughs> let's hey, can we just play? Like, let's ignore the Eureka Theater for just a second, yeah, and let's talk about the true power of the man in the light box. Oh yeah, he just got just with, sending emails against upon this emails. enemy. He he got so powerful. He's so strong. He's running fucking America right now. Mm-hmm. It's he's Q. He's literally Q. <laughs> there's a whole cult on him now. So there's people like storming the Capitol with like pictures of like what they think the man in the light box looks like. Mysterious messages. He is literally Q. And you know what? I almost just like. Well, before we started this, that's not who I thought was going to get super powerful. No, but guess what? The Iroquois Theater. I mean, maybe he, there was a way he was able to get them all out. Maybe there was a way to can can like like a telegram or some fucking phone. Maybe there was some kind of way before it even happened. He knew it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. He's from the past. Maybe all of Congress got out of the theater before it burned down. Cause they listened to this man. Maybe, but they didn't. Well, then they're all dead and this is over. Then they're all dead. And he lives on in the internet. Well, I mean, he lives on. His in your goal emails. is to not save them; it's to kill them. <laughs> he lives on in. Yeah, they're dead. That's true. But my point was, he was going to destroy them in like other ways. Like basically, he would manipulate them into his own tools, oh, okay. and he would run the government. And he is in charge of um, everything. And they just are—they're they're no longer individuals. They believe none of their own thoughts. Their constituencies don't believe. They believe he in wins him no too. No matter what, he is. It's the long Zach. It's the long con or the quick burn. Zach, he became a god just now. He really did. This well, is a problem against this enemy. Um, I would say is there's a previous comp- uh, enemy that I thought was that could be very interesting as far as future brackets in the weird division. Who this man will have to face to go forward if certain things play out. Um, so. There's a guy who can just leave anonymous messages to anyone on a computer, perhaps even social media. 
the man in the light box might have just I mean all lanes of the prophecy are very mysterious to me but this particular lane perhaps it has been foretold perhaps we're living in the world controlled by the man in the light box pulling the strings Mm -hmm. pushing things in different directions the true strongest enemy humanity has ever faced is digital misinformation it's definitely up there and uh, Congress just burned alive in the Iroquois Theater. <laughs> 50 senators, 435 representatives. They're gone. Yeah, that's a lot of people. A lot of few, people a died. Few survived. A lot of people died in the Iroquois Theater. They certainly fire. did. It was tragic and horrible. And it this, might have been more than that. And in this, it was like 600 people, wasn't it? I wanted to say 900. But. Am I thinking of the Eastland? I don't remember. I'm going to pull it up real quick just out of curiosity. 602 people. It's a lot of people. And I forget what the timeline was, but it happened in like minutes. It just exploded. Yeah. Fireball. Congress didn't make it. At least 602 people died. Because I remember they said that there it was oversold and people weren't actually sure. And some right. and the bodies had well, that's, uh, burned so if we're talking about the United States Congress, that's uh, that's all them. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, it's wild. Either way, uh, this is something I hadn't even really thought through until just just moment. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And did the man in the light box give himself a name? Like, didn't the dials and messages? Wasn't that guy? Didn't the guy have a name? I could have sworn they exchanged like that kind of stuff at some point. Thomas? That was it? No last name? Has it been foretold in the prophecy that Thomas... I think it was Thomas. ...has defeated Congress? Yeah. Yep, in the prophecy, yes. Thomas. The news shall be... Fake and their demise shall be quick as the Iroquois erupts into flames. Mm-hmm. So says the prophecy. Well, that's the round one of the weird division, then. Thomas. And Thomas got a buy. He did get a buy. Thomas and Congress both got buys, which honestly is probably fair. Well, no, I think uh, the way you wrote this out, I think you've. Do what they them fuck right up? here. What do you mean? And then you put what? This guy wins. Yeah, Thomas, right there, right, right there, right. Yeah, no. So that'd be he wins. So then he still gets a buy either way. Yeah, I mean he. Yeah, for sure. Uh, he just gets to sit it and wait until the Irish crocodile and the men in black figure out their correct thing. Yep. Yeah, that's who. That's who he's waiting for. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but that's the uh, the weird division round one. It's wild. Mm-hmm. Lime Malogra, Wak Wak, some Cable upsets. Road Monster, Hans Trap, Irish Crocodile, Men in Black. Some we didn't see coming until we started talking about them. And Thomas, but I mean, now I'm scared. Thomas is horrifying. Thomas became super strong here, again, against certain individuals because Congress is the perfect target for him. Perfect target. I mean, against other, other things, he's totally useless. Just like, ah! 
the sheer amount of power he had over them was insane. And even if they weren't burning alive in the theater, he could have got them to do all sorts of things, almost like destroy their own democracy. Hilarious. Ha ha. Ha ha. So funny. A good thing it's just fiction tournament. Ha ha. Funny. Yep. All right. Well, we can call here next episode for your division. All right. So that was the conclusion of the first round of the weird division, but the battle continues. The strings are still pulling on us to force these battles forward. Next episode, the feared division will be in full effect for round one. So the bracket will be posted. Time to pick your winners. Pick your losers. By doing that, of course, you pick your winners. And uh, support us on the Patreon. Weird and feared, you know, behind the veil, bonus content. You can listen to us putting the little quick putting uh, of the bracket together. We go over that there. And... uh just leave reviews where you can. Support us however you can. Follow the Instagram. And stay tuned to the same battle station. For the spooky time battle royale champion of the world. Results, I guess, in a couple weeks. Yeah, tournament. Yeah, get, get jacked. The tournament. Get, yeah, get jacked. Fucking pumped. It's time. We're here. Why is this happening? Because you want blood? Something got it. Must bleed. All right, guys. Stay spooky. Yeah, stay spooky. Mm-hmm.